Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. (laughs) Your monastery of the mind where we lift our minds, hearts and minds to heaven. And I make Stephanie nervous on live, uh, live stream radio and podcasting. We draw upon the wisdom of the saints to help us to navigate the tumult of this life uh, so that we might get through it and get to the next one and spend the rest of it in glory. Right. Like St. Therese tells us that this uh, life is not our home. It is our ship. Our ship. So we, yes. It is. We are navigating through this life to get home to the Lord. Sounds like my book, Navigating the Interior Life. Right. Shameless plug. All right. We have a guest. Yes. Yes. Do you know who it is? What's his name? (laughs) We do. I'll tell you while you're looking at it. No, no, I have it. Okay. (laughs) Father Matthew McDonald. He is a priest of the Archdiocese of New York. He is the eldest of three children. He graduated with an undergraduate degree in philosophy from Franciscan He was ordained by Cardinal Doland in 2014 and obtained a bachelor's degree in sacred theology, master's in divinity, and a master's of arts in theology from St. Joseph's Seminary in Yonkers, New York. He is currently assigned as parochial vicar at St. Mary's Church in Washingtonville, New York. He has written articles on topics dealing with theology, history, spirituality, current events for Catholic World Report, Crisis Magazine, and our own spiritualdirection.com. As a priest, he desires to draw people and himself close to the sacred heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary through understanding and living out the basic teachings of the church on prayer and living out the interior life. And that is absolutely true. Amen, sister. Yeah. So, Father, I'm, I told you in our last show, I was going to throw you for a loop this show. Um, what I what I want to talk about is spiritual direction and community life and the power of the two together. But before we jump into that, uh, I want I want you to talk about what how does community how is community life um, being a part of Apostle via community helped you as a priest? Like what what does that do for you? And then we'll sh- move into. How do we, the, 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 the I, I don't know, the one-two punch against the enemy and sin and all that assails us, it keeps us from God, where community and spiritual direction are just amazing together. So living out the charism of apostolic V as a diocesan priest helps me be a better diocesan priest. Um, it helps me be at the feet of Christ, to rest near his heart to take what the Lord has given me in the parishioners I have and the souls that I work with both inside and outside my parish into my heart, as well as the mysteries of faith. And also to just be mindful of the, when I'm on the cross with Jesus, that I'm not alone, mm. that he's loving me, you know, and, and that's the one thing that is necessary. Um, as AV's motto is from, from Luke, um, and I think, you know, when you look at the priesthood right now, and I'm very blessed as a priest of the Archdiocese of New York to have some incredible priest friends that, and we help each other, um, in ministry and in life, we hang out with one another, we call each other on, 
But sometimes as a priest, you get very sucked up in the ministerial life of the parish and your identity just becomes about doing things. There's a big temptation to do that. And you forget who you are in Christ. And when, it, when that happens, whether you're a priest or in any vocation, you become more prone to your own brokenness, your sin, and the workings of the evil one. And I've known a bunch of priests who've gone through crosses in their, ministry, in their priestly life ministry, all varying ordination years. And with my own contact with AV during the um, COVID-19 pandemic, it just, it fit. It was who I was, all the threads that the Lord used in my life to lead me to him and um, just came together and converged at the Apostolic VA retreat and Avila Summit 2021. I was just like, this is who I am. This is meant to be a major part of my priesthood, not the only part, but a major part to help me be grounded. Yeah. So what I'm hearing, Father, that rather than it being being part of a community, rather than it being just something else that you have to do, it's actually feeds you spiritually and protects your priesthood and helps you navigate the burdens of, of which, and, and they're real, the burdens of being a pastor um, in a parish. Yeah. You know, one of the things that has broken my heart is the isolation. And, and it wasn't originally like that. Priests weren't um, to be isolated in, in, their, in their rectories and burdened with all this administrative work, but that's where it is. And so this has given you an opportunity to be fed, to be accompanied, to be prayed for, to be um, spiritually, you know, surrounded by those that aren't always drawing on you, but also are ministering to you. Uh, and it, it brings to mind the scene in the agony of the garden when the angels came and ministered to the Lord after, you know, after he had gone through um, his agony, you know, so. Absolutely. And, and I'm internally grateful to God and to both of you, um, for, you know, for AV and just for the Lord putting you in my life, not only both of you, but the entire AV community. Um, and I also see where there is a need for this. Obviously, something like a group like Apostolic V needs to be discerned. Um, it is a charism, and a charism is, is a spirituality that organizes your own individual discipleship with Jesus and your primary vocation. So people in AV, it helps me to be a better priest, the fact that I'm in AV. People who are married that I know are in, in AV helps them be better husband, better wife, better religious. Better mothers, yeah. Better mothers, better fathers. Better businessmen. You know, yeah. Better businessmen. And there has been this tradition of the church, you know, of this third order affiliation where lay faithful and um, diocesan priests have lived. Um, and it's living a charism within the world where you're worshiping and loving God in a particular way within your primary state of life. And that helps you enter to live light and lead others along the path to union with Christ and through Christ the Father and the Holy Spirit. And that's why groups like AV are so important. And, I'm, and I thank God every day, and I thank Our Lady every day 
before being a member of AV, besides being a priest of the Archdiocese of New York. You know, it seems to me like, you know, your primary vocation is, is of course, priest and then in the Archdiocese in New York. And it's almost like, you know, so that that's your day to day. You get up, you're going to serve, but then you can come away, come spend time with the community in, in specific kinds of formation and fellowship, which is separate and distinct from that work, but it breaks the breaks mental patterns, breaks emotional patterns. It, it, it's sort of almost like you get to do a regular retreat and, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but and you get loved and cared for because of course the part of our charism is caring for priests and then, and then invigorate it and then go back. Or if there are struggles, you know, we, we have a lot of priest friends who are peripherally or directly involved with us and we're a safe place because it is part of our charism to come and rest, to get prayer. And then you also minister to us. So there's a very beautiful symbiotic support of the diocesan priesthood that I think is, is a very powerful thing in our time. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're working in the humanity of the church, you see within the humanity of the church, the church is both human and divine, like our Lord, you know, and being human, as you hear in the Song of Songs, I am dark, but beautiful, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, there's areas of my life where I am struggling to surrender to the Lord because I'm a sinner like anybody else. But I'm beautiful because the Lord's grace has done so much for me. Jesus has done so much for me. And, the, and in being a disciple, a, a priest, a son of Mary, and a priest of the Archdiocese of New York that happens to be a member of AV, AV just helps me to conform, to surrender, to cooperate, and to yield to, to the action of the Holy Spirit in my life so that I can be that altar Christus as a priest and disciple that Jesus wants me to be. Yeah, this all reminds me of this remarkable homily that we heard um, a, a few months back when we did a marriage retreat up in Virginia and the priest, uh, uh, Father Riley, yeah. is he's a friend. Um, and anyway, he holds the distinction of having prayed over my brother and his wife and they became pregnant. He has yeah. a gifting in that area. Um, so I have a, a niece because of his uh, prayer and his cooperation with the Lord in that. So anyway, um, he said something in his homily that was so beautiful about the symbiotic relationship between the laity and, and the priesthood. And he said, he said, without us as priests, without us as priests, you, you do not have the Lord. You do not you have starve. the Eucharist. You would starve. And he said, without you, the laity praying for us, we would slip into darkness. And I think so it, it was so that. striking to me. And I thought, Yes, that's true and right. And, and it just strengthened our conviction of how important it is to have community that in and of ourselves, um, we are not sufficient to get ourselves to heaven and we need each other in these relationships. We need to pray for one another. We want to support one another and walk together and get each other to heaven. So Father, we're about ready to head into a break. When we come back, just to prep your brain a little bit, I want to talk about the one, two, powerful punch, if you will, against the devil and the world and the flesh. That is community living, uh, community involvement, 
and spiritual direction. And, 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 you know, of course, you know, the secret sauce is directionality in spirituality, which can be true in a Franciscan group, uh, a Carmelite group, a Dominican third order, uh, Opus Dei. I mean, you, you know, take your pick of an Orthodox third order. You combine the, the, I want to talk about the powerful benefits of that spiritual directionality and then coupled with spiritual direction. So when we get back, we'll talk some more with Father Matthew McDonald about how to make progress in the interior life, how to come to union with God in this life, how to know peace and joy in the midst of the storm. You can know that. God designed you for that. He gave his life for that, and he promised it to you. So we'll talk more about it when we get back from the break. We'll be right back. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today. There is a growing need for well-formed, solid spiritual directors in the church today. The Avila Institute, in collaboration with Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program, offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards God. The program is grounded in Ignatian and Carmelite spirituality based on a Catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles and the new evangelization. This program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. We're here talking with Father Matthew McDonald about spiritual direction, community life. Um, Father McDonald has been just an absolute huge blessing to us, and uh, we love that the Lord has brought us together. He's a diocesan priest, but he's also part of a community that we're part of, and we share a common spirituality together. Father, why is a common spirituality or a or a spirituality which provides direction so powerful to a soul? It's so powerful to a soul because it, it fits your personality, it fits your giftings. And sometimes, again, when you're following the Lord, you don't know who you are, but when the Lord reveals it to you, you know, through events, whether they be dramatic or over time, it just helps you flourish into who he called you to be and who he calls you to be is something that gives you freedom, joy, and peace. And I know for me as a diocesan priest, part of the uniqueness of the diocesan priesthood is its independent nature and its spirituality. Um, it is a state of perfection, a path to union, but unlike religious priests, something that is the diocesan priest has to discern is how do I order that priestly ministry to God and the people? And how do I be that other Christ uh, to them through my own living of the interior life and discipleship, but also my service as a spiritual father, offering the Holy Sacrifice in the Mass, bap baptizing people, um, hearing confessions, guiding souls, forming souls. And as a diocesan priest, you know, the independent nature is so great, but I think a big struggle right now is a lot of priests, some, some very much do order their lives well, and I know many in my own archdiocese that do that, 
But a lot of priests, I think, of certain generations struggle in doing that because they get so caught up on pleasing people or getting things that they want or the doing, and they forget who they are, you know? Um, and being in a community helps you realize who you are in Christ, that you are loved, um, that you're not just existing in a vacuum, you're not just all alone, you're not the center of the universe, but it helps you find who you are as a thread of a larger tapestry, which you're called to know, love, and serve Christ and serve his church. Yeah. You know, what comes to mind, Father, as you talk about this is the, say, I can relate it to the power of being married, you know. Um, so I have this vocation as a daughter of the king first, you know, but then as a wife. And so my my vocation gets played out here in marriage. And one of the things Dan and I have noted is that when we're separate, when he has to go travel or when I have to go travel, there's this dis-ease like this, this, uh, we lose part of our grounding we and fall our out of rhythm. we fall out of rhythm. We lose part of our stability when, when we step out from being together, not out of on purpose, but just for circumstantial reasons. And we have to be super attentive to that to, in order to keep our rhythm of life going. It has a profound effect and what I was thinking is, you know, as as priests are called to their ministry, independently walking it, in some cases being very, very isolated, that there's that danger of being disconnected and becoming Martha's. You know, I don't think anybody really ever thinks about priests becoming Martha's, but they do. And so there, there so many demands are on them. So it's do, 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 do. And then often, and I, and it breaks my heart, but I've, I've seen it too many times. And, you know, on the flip side, there are many priests that are super faithful to their uh, canonical promises and, and all of that. But there are many that become so busy in the doing that the first thing to go is prayer. Yeah. And that's pretty horrifying. Dangerous. You know, it's so dangerous. Um, you know, I, I knew a priest one time that, you know, folks around them would whisper, oh, you know, his spiritual director must be back in town because he would become holier. He would start to pray his hours <laughs> yeah. again. And then he was the priest that we desired him to be. And then after a while, several months, and then the prayer would fall off and then grumpy uh, priest would come back, uh, struggling <laughs> priest would come back. You could substitute you know, man, right, wife, you know, husband, yeah, right. right. You know, whoever it is, yeah. but there's, but part of community is that we have a, an accountability. That's we have huge. a stability together. And so we have this shared charism of this is how we walk together. This is how we pray. Um, that wouldn't be contrary to whatever canonical promises that a priest has, but, but it's, it's supplemental and it supports, it's meant to give greater strength and stability for those canonical promises that they make. Does that all make yeah, sense? And that, that makes perfect sense. And uh, that's part of the beauty of Apostol EVA. And again, it has to be discerned. And like you said, Stephanie, you know, falling into that Martha syndrome, whether you're a priest, um, when you just fall into this activism of priestly life, it's very easy easy to fall into the vice of clericalism, where it's all about your own self-entitlement. I'm the pastor, I'm the pastor, I'm the pastor. Whenever you hear a priest say that all the time, that's a red flag, you know? Um, and, and also you begin to disassociate, you know? 
and cope with things by clinging on to earthly things too much, whether it's, you know, drinking, whether it's internet, whether it's TV, gaming, gaming, you know, food. And, And again, that's not to say don't utilize those things, but utilize those things with Christ. And I think some priests just, they're looking for support among their brother priests you know, because sometimes when you face things as a priest, you need the support of solid brothers who know the struggles of the priesthood, but they also need a wider support to help, you know, hear the call of Christ and remember who they are when Christ first called them to be open to the mystery of their own particular priestly vocation. One of the ways this plays out in Apostle VA, this accountability is we have an, uh, two gatherings a month where all members from all over the world log in together. And we, for those who are professed, we have an hour and a half of formation together, but we all publicly state whether or not we are fulfilled in our primary promises, which are the, are the most essential foundational prayer practices and examination practices that help us. And this helps us in whatever our state priest mom, dad, executive, whatever, um, helps us to to orient our spirituality and maintain momentum and receive help when we're stumbling. Because when we see people who have, you know, multiple times when they're not fulfilled or when we have forums and all kinds of formation and encouragement groups and prayer groups and formation, we're always praying for one another. One Ad nauseum. <laughs> right. We have, prayer, we have so much. We have local groups all over the world, Australia and Canada and the United States that meet on alternative Saturdays. But all of this is designed, the power of it and and why spiritual direction is so powerful in it, which we really hadn't gotten to yet, is because when you have a spirituality, instead of a hodgepodge of seven different spiritualities, but a spirituality, ours happens to be Carmelite, it's a lot easier to, I mean, I'll ask you, Father, isn't it a lot easier to direct someone who has a spirituality? Yes, it is, because there is a particular order and rhythm to their life that even though they're unique and they're facing different things, that is kind of like guardrails mm-hmm. along a road that isn't an end to themselves, but a path that leads them to Christ. And when you have that, it makes things a lot easier and you're not like this tug of war rope being pulled by the latest fashion or whim in the church of the world. There's, there's a path and there's a, this constant integration that spiritual direction gives to community life so that you can live out this charism within your primary vocation and help and, and then become the saint that the Lord is calling you to be. Yeah, it's so beautiful, too, because when you know what the path is and you start to walk it, I mean, it just really makes all those distractions and all the, the whims of the world and and your own concupiscence and your own weaknesses and all of that. It falls away because it's like, OK, I, I know that when I get up, this is the path I walk. And when I walk that path, the Lord meets me in that because I'm being diligent, because I'm persevering, um, because he says, I, I, I withhold myself from no one who perseveres. St. Teresa of Avila says he withholds himself from no one who perseveres. So when we persevere, he meets us in that 
and he pours out his grace and it strengthens us for the journey. The effect of it has been nothing less than miraculous in my life. And I I just can't imagine how people even get up every day and and without it, um, because it's just, it's been really extraordinary for me personally. So father, I guess the question would be, uh, so we have priests out there that would listen to our show and when they're getting ready for mass and I, I could hear them saying, I, I, it's really hard for me to get anything done. Saturday mornings are a little rough. How am I supposed to make an hour and a half meeting? I mean, you're there, I'd say 99% of the time. How do you pull that off with all the demands against you? So I have good boundaries. Um, I know how to say yes, know how to say no. Um, I make time for it. And when I can't make it, I don't make it, but I still in try to live out the charism, especially through the basic promises of the daily examine, based off a rule of life and mental prayer time. Is that always easy? No. And sometimes, you know, I try to make adjustments within my day-to-day grind and schedule so that I have those moments of escape to be at the feet of Jesus um, and to seek his faith and to allow him to be present to me and to minister to me, you know, um, And I think also something with spiritual direction and community, it helps you realize within the context of the Christian life that perfection is not something that I do. Perfection is the end game. It's something that I cooperate with, but it's something that God wants to do in me. And how I'm called to perfection within my own vocation and community life is different than another person, you know, and that's very encouraging. Because sometimes we can have these highfalutin ideas and make the perfect the enemy of the good. Whereas God's ideal of perfection is not this external imposition, but one of peace, one of joy, one that allows me to just receive and just be authentically the, the man or the woman that he created me to be. Very good, Father. So the, uh, we'll put up Sully VA up on the screen so you know how to spell it. A, and for our radio listeners, A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org, A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org. You want to check out the website. Membership is free. You can create a profile. You can reach out to Father McDonald, Father Jim Boland, um, a priest who are active in uh, Apostoli VA if you're looking for questions and support, and if there's any way we can support you and pray for you, even as a priest, even if you're not a member of the community, it's part of our charism. So our goal, our desire is to live the contemplative life, to light the way to others, and to personally lead and guide those who desire union with God. Okay, and so until until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.